Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn to two verses in the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John chapter 8. Amen. John chapter 8, verse 32, Jesus said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Verse 36, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. Amen. And I want to preach on this subject, true freedom. True freedom. Would you worship the Lord as you're seated right now? God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Have your way today. Have your way today. Amen. True freedom. You know, contrary to popular belief, true freedom is not being able to say whatever you want to say or do whatever you want to do or be whatever you want to be because, you know, there's some limitations and, you know, there's some civility involved and there's a lot of things going on. Amen. That's not what true freedom is, but I believe, and it's, I believe it's becoming, as I already mentioned a little bit earlier, it's becoming clearer and clearer the stark differences between God and his kingdom and uh, what the world and the, and the enemy, the devil, have to offer. Amen. And I believe true freedom is finding your true purpose in this life. I believe true freedom is living your life the way you were created to live it. Not the way you were evolved to live it, but the way you were created, amen, by intelligent design, by the architect God himself who has a plan, amen, in heaven for for us on earth, every single one of us, amen, and that is what true freedom is. I believe true freedom is understanding there is a higher calling, for each and every one of us in this life, and we need to find what that is and pursue it and then walk in it, amen, and let God have his way. Jesus came so that we might have true freedom. He came to set at liberty them that are bruised. He came to preach deliverance to the captives. He came to open the prison doors and release those that are bound. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And our text verse says, amen, that you'll know the truth. And when you know the truth, it'll make you free. And he who the Son has made free, amen, you shall be free indeed. Now, I have heard that verse kind of just misquoted with one word, and it's not that big of a deal, but I think it does make a difference. Amen. Instead of the word make, some people quote that, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And he and the son has set free, shall be free indeed. You say, well, isn't that the same thing? I don't exactly think so. Amen. Because I can be set free like a one-time thing. Amen. But I like the word make because he said, you shall know the truth and he won't just set you free. He'll make you free, which is an ongoing thing. Amen. 
It's not just, I'm going to be free, and now what do I do? No, I'm going to walk in the truth, and it's going to make me free. And tomorrow I'll be free, and next week I'll be free, because I'm made free. Hallelujah. He'll make me free. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Only the truth will make you free. Only the truth will save you and keep you free. Amen. Psalm 117, verse 2. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the Lord and the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're not talking about a truth that just sets us free and tomorrow we don't know where it's at. Amen. This truth endures forever. Praise God. And so as long as you're walking in the truth, as long as you're going after the truth, as long as you know the truth, amen, you can be free. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you know, you can be healed by God and not be made free. You can be healed by God and not know the truth. Amen. Praise God. Jesus healed many people that were not saved in the Bible. Great multitudes followed him. And the Bible said he healed them all. Amen. And not everyone was saved. Praise God. And let me tell you something. Praise God. I know that God has healed many people that we have asked him to heal because we asked him to do it. That's what prayer is all about. You pray in Jesus' name and I will answer. Amen. And God has healed unsaved people that we have prayed for. Amen. Because he answers prayer. He honors prayer. He wants to do what his children ask him to do. Amen. But that doesn't mean those people are saved. Amen. Let me tell you something. Truth is more important than being healed because truth saves us. Healing doesn't save me. Healing doesn't save me. Amen. Don't get me wrong. I thank God for healing, but healing doesn't save me. Praise God. Amen. It makes me feel better. Praise the Lord. Amen. But it doesn't have eternal ramifications to it. Praise the Lord. And you know what? Amen. That truth is more important uh, because we need to know what's going on in this life. We need to know where we're going. Amen. And some people don't even know where they've been. Praise God. Amen. And, and they don't know where they're at right now. But I thank God I know where I was. I know where I am. And most importantly, I know where I'm going. Praise the Lord. Amen. And you know, you can be blessed and not be saved either. I've seen God bless many people, you know, because we've asked God to bless people. We've asked God to help people. We've all had prayer requests. Lord, bless them. They need a financial help. They need this or they need that. They're not saved. But God did it anyway because we asked him. Amen. Praise God. And you can be blessed and not be saved. Jesus blessed many people that were not saved. He fed 5,000 men, not including their wives and kids. That was a huge blessing. But not all those people were saved. Praise God. And I tell you what, God, amen. I thank God for healing. 
I thank God for blessings. Amen. But for above all else, I must be saved. I got to know the truth. I got to know the truth. Because you see, healings and blessings are temporal. Amen. But truth endures to all generation. And those that obey the truth and walk in the truth, amen, they're going to live forever with Jesus too. Praise God. And so thank God. Well, I want the blessings. I want the healings. But I don't want to misinterpret or mistake, amen, blessings and healings for God thinking that everything's okay with my life. Oh, no. I got to obey the truth. Amen. And I got to walk with him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So truth is more important than being blessed by God because truth saves us. You know, Romans 2 verse 4 tells us that the goodness of God lead, leads you to repentance. Amen. Now, what's repentance? We've been talking about this on Thursday nights about getting back to the basics. And repentance is one of the first Things we first steps toward God after we believe in God and we believe what He did on the cross is real and, and for us. Amen. Repentance is asking God to forgive us. Repentance is asking God to give us a change of heart, a change of mind, and a change of direction in our life. Amen. And sometimes it's you know what? I believe, amen, that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. Some people think, well, God just wants to scare people to him. God just wants to, you know, uh, intimidate people to him. No, he doesn't. Amen. He would much rather use his goodness. Amen. And there ain't nothing more good than Jesus dying on the cross. That was an ultimate sacrifice. That was his goodness and his love and his grace and his mercy. But it's his goodness that leads us to repentance. Amen. That means we haven't repented yet. People haven't repented yet. Amen. Sure, the fear of the Lord comes in. Sure, this and that or whatever. But God loves to bless people. And so that they will see he's, he wants them to come to him. God loves to heal people so that he will see that they want, when he wants them to come to him. And he would like to draw them by his goodness. Amen. But sometimes goodness doesn't always work. Amen. You know, the book of Jude, it says, on some people have compassion, and that'll make a difference. But on others, you got to save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. Amen. Not, not everybody the goodness works on. But God, it doesn't mean God's not going to try. God's not going to reach out. He's not willing that any should perish. Yes. Amen. He would have all men to be saved and come to what? The knowledge of the truth yes. so that you could be made free because that's the greatest and the truest freedom there is on this planet. Amen. Is knowing the truth. Amen. So healings and blessings are a result of the goodness of God but the goodness of God in and of itself doesn't automatically mean the salvation of God. I got to be sure to be born again. I got to be sure to, amen, obey the gospel. Amen. I thank God for his healing and I thank God for his blessings. Amen. But above all else, above all else, I'm going to be ready to go. If I take my last breath, 
Amen. Uh, today, I want to be ready to go. Amen. If the trumpet sounds and the rapture of the church takes place today, I want to be ready to go. I thank God for the healings and I thank God for the blessings, but I'm not going to get out of here with healings and blessings. I'll get out of here by knowing the truth and walking in the truth. Hallelujah. And you can be used by God and not be saved. Amen. But that we can't misinterpret that. Praise God. Now, God used a donkey in the Old Testament. I don't know if there's donkey heaven, but, you know, I'm just telling you. Amen. God will use, and we know that God, you know, God uses people all the time that are not saved. He, you know, one of the main reasons he uses them to bless his people. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know that Bible, that Bible verse in Luke 638, given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom? God's going to use men. God's going to use people. And not all those people are going to be saved, but God can put it on their heart to bless you. Whether it's somebody that lives in your block, on your block, or somebody that's a, your a, your boss, or or someone you just know, or something out of the blue you, you don't even expect, and it comes from somebody that's not even saved. God uses them all the time. Amen. In the Old Testament, God used heathen kings to bless His people. Amen. I mean, King Cyrus of the Medes and Persians, he's the one that let the, the, the Jews go from Babylon. Amen. After the Babylonian captivity, after 70 years, he let him go. And, and gave him money and gave him authority to go back and build a wall of the Jerusalem and build the temple again. He let him go. God used. God even used Nebuchadnezzar. God used Darius. He used all these different people. Amen. To bless the people of God. Amen. But truth is more important than being used by God because truth saves us. Yes. Amen. So we must seek truth. We must embrace truth. We must obey truth. And most importantly, we have to have a love of the truth. A love of the truth. Yes. Amen. This truth we have of salvation, of, of knowing who Jesus is and walking with him. Amen. This truth is precious and this truth is priceless. It is the pearl of great price and it's the treasure of all treasures. Amen. And once you receive it and once you have it, it's not for sale and you shouldn't give it up. You shouldn't trade it. You shouldn't swap it or exchange it for anything because yes. nothing is worth the truth. Proverbs 23, 23, buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Buy it and sell it not. When you receive the truth, you hold on to the truth and you fight for the truth. Yes. And there's one thing for sure. Our love for the truth and our commitment for the truth, it will be tested. It will be tried. It, there will be temptations. Uh, amen. If the devil will tempt the Son of God himself, you better believe he's going to tempt us uh, to try to tell, uh, to 
through hook or crook or connive or whatever, amen, or lie his way to get us to give up the truth or even part of the truth. But amen, that thing's going to be tested and it's going to be tried. And we know that we are living in the end times. We can feel it in the air. You can know that this world is rapidly changing faster than in, in my lifetime. Amen. I've been around for six decades and I haven't seen anything like this in the last couple of years. I'm telling you what, we got to know the truth. Yes, amen. We got to know the truth. Yes. The Bible said in 2 Thessalonians, talking about the end times, chapter 2, verse 9, that the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. You see, the love of the truth, it's not just a head knowledge. I got to have a heart knowledge of the truth. I, I can't just memorize scriptures. That's good. Amen. It's nice to memorize, but is it in my heart? Am I, am I living the life? I don't just want to know it. I, I want to live it. Praise God. And he said they did, did not receive the love of the truth so that they could be saved. And for this reason, strong God will send a strong delusion to them that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Amen, folks. That day is coming on this earth, and we got to have a love of the truth. We, gotta have a, we have to cherish the truth. And the Bible said, in your patience, possess you your souls, and your soul is bound to that truth, and you got to possess it, and you got to protect it, and you got to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Jesus stood before Pilate after being accused by the Jews and the religious leaders, they brought him to Pilate. They wanted him to do a quick, uh, you know, judgment so that he could be crucified and they could get rid of him. They, they, he, they didn't like him and all he was doing. So he stood before Pilate. Pilate's trying to find out what's going on here. And he knew that, that, that they had delivered him up for envy. So he knew there was a, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. So he wanted to find out for himself. And Pilate said in uh, chapter 18 of John, verse 37, Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? And Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And Pilate said these famous words. Pilate said unto him, what is truth? What is truth? Amen. Jesus, in his prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, before, in the chapter before, amen, we read in 1717 of John, he said, to, he was praying, he said, sanctify them, talking about the people of God, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth, amen, now we're getting to the crux, because I've been talking about the truth, and that seems like a general statement, what is it, amen, amen, his word is truth, praise God. His word is truth. This is changing. That's changing. That's not the same. That's not the same. But his word is truth. God's word is inspired by him. God's word is absolute truth. And what he says, amen, is right. 
is right. And what he says is wrong is wrong. I don't care what anybody else says. That's what the Bible says. And I trust God. And his word is forever settled in heaven. Amen. And it's going to come to pass as it is written no matter what. And we need to decide, am I going to be on the side of the word or am I going to be on the side of the other thing? Amen. I want to be on the side of the word because yes. his word's going to come to pass. Yes, amen. Praise God. You'll find his wonderful truth contained in the pages of the Bible. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, in whom ye also trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Praise Thank God. You, oh, hallelujah. Thank amen. You. The word of truth is the gospel of our salvation. Amen. And we got to believe it and we got to allow God to seal us with the Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. Because the word of truth is the gospel. And we know the gospel we've been talking about on Thursday nights. It's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It's repentance, baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sins and infilling of the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues. That's what the truth is. That's what the truth to get in to the kingdom is. And we got to believe it and obey it. However, the truth goes much deeper than just the gospel. The truth goes much deeper on what we need to do to get into the kingdom of God, the church on this earth. Amen. Hallelujah. The truth, praise God. Amen. Is, is more powerful than even that. John 1, 1 said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. The word's not just printed words on a page, but the word is a living word. It's alive. Amen. It's God. Oh, hallelujah. And then verse 14 said, And the word, that's God, was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Amen. Full of grace and truth. Amen. Hallelujah. The word became a man in Jesus Christ. Praise God. And that's why the truth is more than just a doctrine or a teaching. The truth is a hymn. Amen. And that's why we have to have a love, not just for the word of God on the page. Amen. But a love for the God of the word, a love for the God incarnate, a love for Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, praise God. Amen. Jesus in John 14, he got talking about, you know, don't be troubled in my father's house or many mansions. He goes on to talk about all that. And, uh, you know, and I go to prepare a place for you and I'm going to come back again. And where I am, you may be also. And, and then somebody spoke up and said, you know, where, where, how do we know the way? And uh, unless someone shows us, tell us what the way is. And Jesus answered that and said in John 14, 6, he said uh, unto them, unto him, I am the way. I am the truth, and I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the truth. I am the way. 
So Jesus made it pretty plain, amen, that you can't come to God except through him. Amen. There's a lot of people that call a deity God. Amen. But you got to go through Jesus. That's the Bible said. For he said, if you try to climb up another way, if you try to go through any other way, he said, I am the door. I am the door of this thing. And you got to go through me. If you try to climb up another way, you're just a thief and a robber. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Come to me and I won't cast you out. Come to me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. So we need Jesus in our life. He is the word and he is the truth. John 16, 13, Jesus said, how be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. He's talking about the comforter. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And we know that it was poured out on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. Amen. And that's when the church began officially in, in the Bible. Praise God. And in this world. Amen. But he said when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Amen. You know what folks? When there's hungry hearts, I don't care what religion somebody's a part of I don't care what they believe or whatever but when somebody even if they're somewhere way away from what we would think is where Jesus is amen but when they get hungry and they see something and they're tired amen of just vanity they're tired of just going through religiosity and going through the motions and nothing really changing and happening and they begin to cry out to God amen God will fill them with the Holy Ghost right where they're at right where they're at amen because God gives the Holy Ghost not when you got it all down and you got every I dotted and every T crossed and you're perfect and you're just having breakfast with Moses and, and Elijah every morning with your post toasty. No, you don't have to be perfect. You get the Holy Ghost. You got it. All you got to do is repent and yes. God will fill you. Yes. You repent and show them a, a love for the truth, a desire for the truth. And then he will guide you. He'll guide you from that day forward. He's a guide. Amen. Even when you have the Holy Ghost, God's not going to make you do anything. He's not going to make you get saved, and he's not going to make you stay saved. Amen. That's where we got to come in and say, I'm doing this because I want to. Amen. I will it to be so. I want to serve God, and nothing's going to stop me. So we have a need. We have our need to be born of the Spirit, have the Holy Ghost come and live inside of us because one of the greatest aspects of truth is God living inside of us. Amen. True freedom is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Because Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses everywhere. Amen. Would you stand with me? Amen.
So the only way he can really truly make us free and free indeed is when we obey the entire gospel, death, burial, resurrection. Don't, don't leave anything out and let the Spirit of God, because it's one thing to repent, ask God to forgive you and start changing your direction. Very good, must do it, amen. And then I, I go down a little bit further, I gotta get baptized, amen, because I gotta get buried with him. I, I just died out to my old self, I'm trying to, amen. Now I gotta get buried in the watery grave so that I can be all cleaned off and washed away. Oh, but now I'm kind of an empty shell. I gotta get the Holy Ghost in there because he's gonna guide me, he's gonna protect me, he's gonna tell me things from the inside out, amen, that I wouldn't have if I don't have him. I gotta have him inside to help me keep going and stay saved and stay in the truth and, and to stay free. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise God. Let's worship him right now. Let's thank him right now. Hallelujah. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.